Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Yom Tov, Masachat Beitzad, Avchav Chet Amud Bet at the bottom. We're going to look at the second half of Mishnah Zion of this, the third parakel. So you can't come up to a Shochet on Yom Tov and say, give me a dinar's worth of, and weigh out for me, a dinar's worth of meat. But he can shecht and divide out the meat, and then after Yom Tov you could settle up. So hechi avid. So what do you do? Kihad de besura amri in sura they used to say tarta upalgu tarta. Tarta may be like a third. So here take a third, split up a third. Bener shami chalka upalgu chalka. Vodita amri uzia upalgu uzia. Bener pkoda matamachsi amri riva upalgu riva. They had different names for cuts of meat. Let's say here, take this cut of meat, take that cut of meat, but they didn't use particular um, weights. Okay, the last vishna on the parak. A man can say to another fellow, like a storekeeper, fill up this kli, now, what does lobamida mean? We'll have to see in the Gemara. Does that mean it can't be a kli of midah, or to not to say to him, fill up a sa'at worth? And the Rebihuda evidently is more machmir, and says if it's a vessel which is either used for or marked for measuring, then you can't fill it. He used to fill up all of his uh, measures, his <coughs> measure, measuring pieces on Erev Yom Tov, measuring vessels. And he'd give them to his buyers on Yom Tov, to his clients. You should even do that on Chol HaMoed. Because then, if you pour wine in, let's say, uh, then uh, it has a day for all of the... Carbonation and everything else to fizzle down, and therefore you're giving him a more exact amount. You should even do that on weekdays. So you have really exactly the proper amount that he's buying, and you're not selling him fluff, as it were. Okay, my avalob mida. What does it mean avalob mida? So Shmuel's take here is that it means you can't use a vessel that's set aside for measuring. One that's a regular Kli that could be later utilized as a Midah, you could use. And then Rabbi Yehuda comes to Machmir and says, You can't even use one that could be used for a Midah but hasn't yet been designated as such. Now, Alma, and this is something we saw earlier in contrasting Mechami to a Hillel in the second barrack. In the first paragraph, it sounds like Rehuda is more machmir even in the face of the potential for Simchat Yom Tov and Rabbanon are lenient. But we have the opposite teaching. We saw this in the previous podcast. Rehuda allows you to weigh meat by using a vessel or a cleaver opposite. said you can't use a scale at all. And he said even to, to hide meat in it. So both Rabbi Huda and Rabbanan are at odds with each other. So we will resolve it. There, the cleaver is not being used for measuring at all. You're just using it as a weight in place of it. It's clear you're not using regular weights. Here, it's a vessel that's got weight, that's got measures marked off on it, and therefore you can't use it. Rabbanon also not. 
In the case of the scale, the fact that you're putting anything on the other side is like a weekday activity, and you can't do it. But here, you're not using a, a, a vessel which has already been used for measuring, so it's okay. That's how Shmuel explained uh, the Mishnah, that the line of a lobamida means a kli that has already been used for midah, and Rabbi Yehuda says, not only that, but even a kli that could be used for midah. It hasn't yet been used. Rav Midah, he had a different take. Don't mention out loud an amount, like pounds or volume or something. But if it's a vessel that's marked for Midah, it's been used for that, you could use it. Then it comes to Machmer, but more leniently than Shmuel had him. You can't use a Kli, even without saying a word, if that Kli has already been used for measuring. So the same problem, Rabbi Yehuda is more stringent, either way, in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda is more stringent, and is willing to face down Simchat Yom Tov. The same challenge we just had. The same exact format. We use the same answer to resolve Rabbi Yehuda. And here it's a little bit different. In um, in um, the case of the scale, the fact you're using the scale, that we already saw. Here, where you are using a uh, tool, uh, sorry, a vessel that's marked off, but you're not saying anything about it, it's not like work that we do work to sometimes people will bring a vessel that's the proper size right next to a barrel and they'll and they'll drink from it which proves that this isn't necessarily a transactional act but it just could be that the way that uh, that people do it um, and uh, so like they'll have a barrel they'll bring it around they'll say hey bring out a pint uh, glass and they'll fill it Okay, the Mishnah had a Masa Ba'amashol ben Bodni. Tana Af Moed Osekain. He would even do this on Cholamoed. Nebitul Betamidrash. Uh, in order not to, um, in order not to, um, have them waste time from, uh, from learning. Alright, he was a Chacham, and lots of people came to ask him questions on Yom Tov, and therefore, um, he would fill up all of the, the, the vessels the night before, which is not a time of learning, and therefore during the day he would be able to answer questions and he wouldn't be busy with it. So it wasn't because an issue so much of malacha or uvdin chol and yom tov, but just to be able to be able to to be there available to answer questions for people. He brought three hundred barrels from really distilled uh, measures. And his colleagues brought in three hundred barrels that were even more finely measured. Uh, they brought it to Yerushalayim. You didn't need this. We also didn't want to have to do this. They said, look, you didn't need to do this. And the reason was because we aren't makpid. We understand when we buy something, these are clients and even the mikdash, we understand that we're not going to get the full amount because there's spillover, etc. And, 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 and aeration. And so, therefore, you didn't need to. But since you were machmer on yourselves, therefore, you should use the surplus for public needs. The Tanya, we have this as a bright dog. Let's say you stole, and you don't know who you stole from. Return it to the public and use it for some public need. 
My Nino, what's an example of that? Rav Chista borrowed Shechidim Arot for digging uh, trenches and uh, K caverns that are needed. Okay, on Rav Chista, Ravna Ukva, Rav Chista grabbed this Amora, Ravna Ukva, Vidarash, and he publicized the following halachalo. You shouldn't measure out barley and give it in front of your animal on Yom Tovahemto. But you could sort of grab a um, handful that turns out to be a kav or two kav. Um, uh, you can kind of stick into the pile, uh, not in the way of normal measuring, and and give it to your animal. Um, but a baker or a cook can measure out spices and put it into his uh, pot so that the food doesn't go bad. A woman could measure out flour and put it into her dough. She can give a nice chala. Shmuel Amar Sur Shmuel says you can't. mutar, but the Tanit of Shmuel says mutar. Shmuel himself said it's asur, but the Tanit of Shmuel said it's mutar. So what does that mean? Meaning that the real halacha is that it's mutar, but Shmuel is teaching that in practice we should avoid doing it. Okay, Tanar Baran. Ain't shunin kemach biyomtov. That means to sift it twice. Sift flour twice on yomtov. Mishum Rab Papias, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Teiramru, shunin. We're allowed to. And the and the pull here is between doing extra work on yomtov, but also having good food. Vishavin, they agree. Shim nafal tochan soroki, saying that after you've sifted it the first time, let's say a little stick or rock fell in, shishonin. Then you may sift it again. Tani Tana kamei deravina. Ain't shunin kemach biyomtov. You're not allowed to do it twice. Well, nafal soroki, same Rabbi Yehuda, you could pull it out with your hands. That's exactly boring. You should rather sift it again. So in the gate of Nardea, he taught the following. You're allowed to sift it twice on Yom Tov. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said to them, um, Go tell your father, which is Ravuna, Take your... your uh, your help and throw it in the, and throw it on the, to the, uh, to the outside. And he had this, uh, little saying where he said, go see, um, um, how, how many, um, how many, um, uh, uh, sifters there are here in Nahardea, uh, because all the women already know the halacha that, um, that uh, that it's mutar, so we don't really need you to come and say it's mutar. Tevitu Rav Yosef, nala kimcha agave de muhulta. So Rav Yosef's wife sifted it on the back of a uh, on upside down, the back of the of the sifter. Amar lachazi da ana rifta malaita vaina. So he said to her, chazi, which is funny for Rav Yosef to say, because he's blind. He said, you see that I want good bread, meaning telling her turn it over and do it the regular way. The vitu Ravashi nala kimcha gava the Torah. She did on the back of the table. Ravashi hadidan barter Ram Barchama. Ram Barchama mara duuvdahave. He said, my wife is the daughter of Ram Barchama. Ram Barchama himself is a balmais, a guy who does great things. Vilav the chazam may nashalahave avdev. If she had not seen this in her house, she would not do it. So therefore, maybe that's the proper way to do it. Okay, the end of Mishnachet. You can go to a storekeeper on Yom Tov that you're used to shopping with and give you credit and say, give me eggs or nuts and you can tell them a certain amount because that's something that even people in their own home do 
uh, and it's not considered to be medida. You can go to a shepherd that used to give me that goat or that lamb. Or one goat or a lamb. You go to a shochet. Give me a hand, give me a, a leg, whatever. You can go to a, a bird fattener and say, give me one of these kind of birds, that kind of bird. You can go to a baker and say, give me a loaf, give me a loaf of cake. Again, nuts or eggs in number. All these different numbers of fruits, of peaches, and of pomegranates, and drugs. But he can't, get, in any of these cases, use a midah, like pounds uh, or volume. He said, you also cannot, the main thing is you cannot, you cannot mention the amount that you're, you're committing to. And you'll settle up after Yom Tov, and that's why it's always Haragil at slow, because it's somebody that you have a relationship of trust, and therefore you can get along without mentioning those details on Yom Tov. We're going to begin uh, the fourth parakam, and continuing sort of with how to make Ochal Nefesh less of an Uvdin Dechol on Yom Tov, as we continue our exploration of Hilchot Yom Tov in Masachet Yom Tov. In the meantime, you should have a wonderful day.